a podcast from Corey O'Connor. Hi and welcome. This is Corey. You'd be hard-pressed to find an everyday down-to-earth Aussie that hasn't been affected in some way by the economic downturn, higher prices and interest rate hikes. Many large companies that we deal with often on a daily basis are there for us. They understand what you and I are going through. How nice. How caring. How gullible do some of them think we are? You'd remember during the age of lockdowns in Australia, the former government's JobKeeper program, whereby instead of giving employees money to survive the situation, the coalition gave the money, and millions of it, to businesses to keep Australians in a job. Some who legally received the payments probably should not have been considered worthy of taxpayer funds, particularly when they still managed to record huge profits. Harvey Norman was one of those Australian companies that sought government funds via JobKeeper. The company was heaped with scorn for only paying back a very small percentage of the money. Some didn't even pay back a cent. So you can understand when Australians might be somewhat disappointed when in 2023 at least three big Aussie businesses are recording massive profits, yet all customers seem to see is high and increasing prices. Recently reported by ABC News Australia, Coles and Woolworths, the two major supermarket chains in Australia, have seen profits surge and it's raised questions over inflation profiteering. Coles profits increased by 17.1% and Woolworths rose by 14 Both supermarket giants increased their gross profit margins. Woolies and Coles argue that a decrease in COVID-related costs drove much of the profit rise. Yes, but please do tell us about the price rises. One thing that is indisputable from both companies' results is that they are making more profit from every dollar consumers spend in their stores than they did for the same period last year. And of course, Australians are spending more because prices are going up and often dramatically. As I mentioned, Coles Group's profit went up by 17.1%. Let's put that in dollar figures so we can really understand that. That's profit of $643 million. As I mentioned, Woolworth's net profit after tax was up 14%. Well, that equates to $907 million. Of course, we'd all like to know why profits and margins have increased so dramatically. Both supermarkets attribute much of the profit improvement to a large reduction in COVID costs, with 2021's East Coast lockdowns and the Delta and Omicron COVID-19 waves throwing distribution centres and stores into chaos amid staff absenteeism. Coles said it benefited from a $130 million reduction in COVID-related costs compared to the same period last year, but its profit report showed the overall costs of doing business in the supermarket division rose slightly. Woolworths Chief Executive Brad Banducci argued that excluding the savings from reduced COVID-related costs, profit growth was much weaker and margins had not increased. One group of people that are obviously being kept very busy at Woolworths and Coles is those who do the tickets for the shelves because they're constantly updating them with higher prices, yet claims of everyday low prices. Both the supermarkets have said that dairy, home care and pantry items, their 
they're the key contributors to price rises over the past few months. Why does it always seem that when we have a shortage of something, that's when supermarkets jack up the price? Makes me wonder, it's like, do they jack up the prices on something that is in low supply to stop people from purchasing it without actually really needing it, not just purchasing it because there's a shortage of it. I don't know, but they're certainly making profit from it. Meantime, taking to the air, Qantas's half-year profit has topped $1 billion as revenues triple on post-pandemic travel boom. The airline has posted this billion-dollar net profit after cumulative COVID-related losses of $7 billion. The airline said strong demand, rising fares, and lower costs have driven the improvement. Apparently, Chief Executive of Qantas, Alan Joyce, says that airfares should come down soon as capacity catches up with demand. I'm not sure any flyer will be uh, holding their breath on that one. Joyce said the rebound was down to a combination of, as I said, travel demand, also cost cutting, which are losing jobs. And they were one of the big winners in the JobKeeper program, securing money from taxpayers to keep people in jobs. I'm certainly hoping that cost cutting doesn't relate to maintenance and safety. Also, he says that higher airfares have contributed to their rebound. He says also don't expect them to fall back to pre-COVID levels. Last November, on the Guardian website, they posted a story that says almost a third of Australia's large companies have paid no income tax. The Australian Taxation Office found that more than half of the major mining, energy and water companies paid nothing in the financial year 2020-21. to An industry breakdown has shown that more than half of the mining, energy and water companies included in the report paid no income tax. That includes Adani Mining, AGL, Alcoa Australian Holdings, Ampol, Anglo-American Australia, ExxonMobil, Santos, Whitehaven Coal, Woodside Petroleum, and Yan Coal Australia. Chevron paid just $30 of income tax in Australia, according to the report, despite having a total income of $9.1 billion and a taxable income of $113 million. If this does not show the the yawning chasm between the haves and the have-nots in this country, I don't know what does. I'll put links in the show notes to the story sourced for this episode. Subscribe or follow Corey for brand new episodes. If your podcast platform of choice supports it, please rate and review my show. It really helps with the analytics. Also, bookmark my website, coreyoconnor.com slash pod. Thanks for listening. CoreyO'Connor.com